0: Hello and welcome to uh, Kensington Church online service. Yeah, yeah. We're going to bring to you today, and actually next week, in the next couple of weeks, because we are in a we're in a world that's a little crazy right now. Yeah, just
1: really sincerely, this is super great to be able to be together on live stream, and for me, that all of Kensington is together, which is. Never happens. So we are all one body of Jesus Christ on this for this next month. I think and it's we're amazing.
0: All, I mean, we're in homes and different places right now, but uh, we know the anxiety, uh, mm. the fear is real. I've felt it, you've felt it. You wonder, where is God? Is God in control? What's God doing? Yeah. And you know, we wanna bring a service to you today that just helps remind you and us that there is a God who actually, yeah. he actually says that there's peace available Available to us. He says in Isaiah 26, He will keep mm. us in perfect peace whose minds are fixed on Him. And so we want to help you and help ourselves sort of fix our minds on Him today.
1: Yeah, and as we do that, I, I really want to give a shout out. I know there, are, uh, I want to give a shout out to Beth, who's quarantined from being exposed to the coronavirus and alone at home. Just want to know you're loved. Uh, we're going to ding dong ditch you later this week and drop some stuff on your doorstep. Seriously? You're really going to do that. Yeah and talk right. to you outside, and that's going to be awesome. And I know there are a lot of other people that are really concerned about their health that are going to be isolating during this time. We want to be a part of that communication and joy and hope and and love during during this period of time. And it is yeah.
0: it is pretty amazing that we live in a day of digital technology that we can still be a family. Even though we're not in the same room together, we are a community. Yeah. We are a family. We get to go to God together together. And so we're going to get to do that today. It's going to be a pretty mm. normal type service. We're going to sing. we invite you to sing, even in your family room. Stand up. Raise your hands if you want or listen. We're going to pray with you. We're going to hear a message from God. And uh, mm. we're going to ask him to give us what only he can give, his peace. So let's pray. Yeah. Okay. Father God, thank you for who you are. Even in the midst of this, uh, this time, you are where you've always been, in control, on the throne. And yet at times it's uh, hard to... To know and feel. But Lord, we pray right now that you would make your presence and your peace known to us right here, right Mm. where we are right now as we fix our eyes on you. Lord, help us take a deep breath, relax, and know the truth of who you are and what you're doing in this mist, in our mist. So we give this day to you right here, right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Here we go. We're going to take a moment just to sing this song called Goodness of God. And we're going to focus on two attributes of him, that he's good and he's faithful. And so I would invite you to sing this out in your homes with us as Audrey leads us.
2: A will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing
3: awesome. Oh, that's great job, And man. we are thrilled to be with you here today. And uh, yeah. I know for a lot of people, it's probably a brand new experience to yeah. stream and, and maybe even sing, you know, in your homes with people around you, hopefully, but even by yourself. And I he hope was singing
1: pretty good right here. He was. <laughs> he was
3: singing harmony to boot. But uh, I don't know about you, but for me, worship music, mm. I always say this, it reminds us of what is true. Mm. And a lot of times what happens if left to our own devices or our own minds or hearts, we can go off thinking a certain way and we get fearful. And, and by the way, I, I know that not everybody is afraid. In yeah. fact, I've just like you have been in conversations with people who are filled with anxiety and some people who aren't worried at all. But most of us, I believe, are somewhere in between. Mm. But I'd love to read just a few scriptures. Uh, Psalm chapter 46, verses one through three from the NIV. God is our refuge and strength. And the word refuge means our safety. Uh, It's a city of safety. It's our place where we can go and Mm. be safe. So God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Mm. Therefore, and that word therefore is linked to that truth. So in light of that, therefore, we will not fear. Uh, though the earth may give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake and they're surging. And right there, it's just giving a picture of just absolute fear, of mountains crumbling in and, you know, the ocean raging mm-hmm. and something that would cause anybody, uh, you know, anxiety and fear. And yet what it's saying is because God is our refuge, there is no reason to fear. And this is the way we are to approach life in every circumstance. And
0: essentially, that's what a lot of people think. Yeah, it feels like the mountains are falling into the into the ocean right now, right? It yeah. just feels like That's we're right. out of control.
3: Yeah, yeah. I agree. And um, I was just sharing with these guys that Psalm forty six has actually been a pretty big deal for me in this past season of my life. And so mm. uh, I was enjoying the the passage translation. It's not a translation; it's actually just a paraphrase. But I love how it reads in verse number ten. It says, and it's not on the screen, but just have to listen to me. But it says, "Surrender your anxiety. Mm. Be silent." Mm. And stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I'm the God above all the nations. I'll be exalted throughout the whole earth. And um, the other thought that I had was uh, I actually did a funeral recently, and um, and through, through the midst of all this, you know, thing that we're going through in our, in our season, in our society, a funeral has enough anxiety by itself, right? Enough uh, worry and enough grief. feelings of grief and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I was praying for the family for peace. And I looked at the family in the front row of this funeral. And I said, I pray that God would give you peace. And I referred to the peace in Philippians that surpasses understanding. And this lady found me at the end of uh, the funeral in the hallway. And she said, how can anybody have peace in a time like this? And I said, well, did you have you ever gone to God for peace? Have you ever prayed for peace? And her comment to me, and she was in her 60s, she said, I don't think I've ever prayed, period. Mm. And I thought, the scripture that came to mind was John 14 when Jesus um, was speaking to those people who were being left behind and he was about to end his ministry and he was speaking about a lot of things about mm. heaven and the future and comfort and he was often coupling it with words like do not let your hearts be troubled do not be afraid and, yeah. and anyway at the end of that chapter he just uh, shared one verse that I want to read with you as well and it says in verse number 27 peace I leave with you my peace I give you and I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And Jesus says, you can look for peace in a lot of places. You can look Mm -hmm. for peace as as much as you're trying to look for it everywhere. If you come to me, I'll give you peace that the world just cannot give you. And that's the peace Mm -hmm. that we're talking about today.
0: And it's also, I mean, you think about it, it's good. It's also the peace that's hard to get. Yeah. cuz i mean we all experienced this this week this the stock market last <laughs> yeah. couple weeks yeah. when the nba canceled its <laughs> oh, season Wednesday no no march night. madness yeah, yeah march madness oh man yeah. I yeah. Mean, heartbroken that, it, it causes anxiety yeah. when you yeah. start seeing mm-hmm. then the governor comes on and one of the reasons we're sitting here today is because she said you, a mandate can't gather 250 people i got to tell you i flew back from little rock on mm. thursday night I'm literally supposed to be right now in Nashville doing a marriage conference, which was canceled because of the virus. So I get on a plane and you should see that by the way, getting on a plane and there's no one there and anybody's got a mask on you, you go to the other side of the, you know, I'm I'm not kidding, but we get on with our Uber driver from the airport uh, because we didn't want to bother any of you to pick us up. So (laughs) we had to go Uber, but you know, it hit me in the Uber driver because I say, hey man, you've been driving much today? All day. I've been back and forth to this airport all day, like seven hours. I'm like, as soon as he said that, I mean, I was literally hitting (laughs) the end, like, let's get out of this car because he's been in. But, I mean, that fear is real. Mm -hmm. And I'm a guy literally was putting these notes together saying God's on the throne. He's in control. He gives peace. And then in that moment, I felt that fear. I'm like, what am I doing right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's real.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Like for us in our family, we have four kids, nine and under. So the anxiety that Good luck with that. I know, yeah, uh, but the anxiety increased quickly as all the schools were canceled. And then you're trying to figure out how are you going to navigate life? Mm. How are you going to navigate four kids trying to figure out how you're going to have school in your own home? And but your kids off- are so
1: perfectly behaved. They're model children.
4: They're something. They are something awesome, and there's I am something. so excited to be with them. But at the same time, there's yeah. anxiety of how do we navigate this situation differently? And the emails going back and forth between friends and on social media of, like, how are you handling it and how are you handling it? That, that rises, that anxiety rises in yeah. you. And yet, in the middle of this,
0: where we started mm-hmm. is true. I mean, I put it in our notes, Second Timothy 1. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So in the midst of that chaos and anxiety, that's still true.
1: I love that. I I want to speak into that. I I went back to the New Testament Koine Greek just to look at this again because we've we've talked. This has been a life verse for us for decades. But this spirit of fear, it was interesting. I never noticed this before. It's it's synonymous with the word cowardice. It's like God saying, don't, don't let it take you over, mm-hmm. I mean there's plenty mm-hmm. of reasons to be to be afraid, but don't let it turn into stepping away from loving people, loving God, engaging with life then this this spirit of god's given us a spirit of power and of love. love is of course agape, the unbelievable love of, that comes from God and nowhere else, but this power is is not just spiritual power but moral power, the power to do the right thing, the power to not take all the toilet paper at the grocery store and leave some, you know what I'm saying? For, yeah. All of a sudden, the part of God has given us a spirit to say, I don't need to take more than what I need. I, I can trust God and live in this. That's the kind of power that's included in that. And then, then the last one is this idea of a sound mind, which I never really saw before, but it's, it's self-control. It's like in the midst of this, honor what's been requested of us as much as possible and mm-hmm. don't don't give yourself over to this crippling fear. Anyway, it's, it's a great verse.
4: Yeah, and there was something that I saw that talked about just with that perspective, speaking into uh, the reality of where we're at. And it, it was this list of, of beautiful, beautiful statements. It was uh, conversations are not canceled in our community was a reminder that relationships are not canceled in our community. In the midst of this chaos, our church is not canceled in this community. Love is not canceled, and hope is not canceled for us. It's this invitation that we can continue to live out some of the most beautiful parts of life, the most human parts of life, mm. in the midst of the chaos that is around us. And I believe that's how we bring peace into it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to think
0: about the role of the church right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what an opportunity... For you and I, for us, to be light in darkness. I mean, it is an opportunity. I always say this. The church in the troubled times. I mean Bill Bright, founder of of Campus Crusade for Christ, that I was on staff with for the first 15 years, said in the darkest times, that's when the church shines the brightest. Because we get to Mm -hmm. take the kingdom of God and the gospel to our neighbors and families. So I think, man, this is a time, I would always say this, show up and serve. The yeah. church should show up. We should be the first ones at our neighbor's front door saying, How can I help? And when whatever their need is, how can I meet that? We so how do you do be... that
1: with social distance? People are listening going, okay, you get, but you do it from six feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you can. You can I was thinking you could have a conversation with anybody, right. elderly neighbors that are concerned. Yeah. Stand in their front the weather's gonna be fine. Stay in the front yard, have a conversation, ask if there's stuff you can bring well, over. I, yeah. I gotta
0: tell you, I woke up today and Anne has this, she's beaming. She goes, I got this idea. Share this. I go, okay, so we'll see how it goes. Right. She called it the uh, Corona <laughs> Love Challenge.
1: Corona Love Challenge.
0: COVID-19 Love Challenge, mm-hmm. which was basically this. And here's what she said. She goes, we're called to do two things, right? Evaluate our whole life based on what? Love God, love yep. others, yep. right? So here's an opportunity. Think about what we've got in front of us as families, as individuals. <laughs> we've got an opportunity to Sabbath rest. We didn't mm-hmm. choose this, but we're told stay home, we're not coming into work, some of us. And, so and this has never happened never. in history. No, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been nothing like this. I mean, a sabbatical, we, are, a true rest. we are slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, so how do I as an individual and how do I as a, as a family member say, how can God. we love God together? Mm-hmm. Seize moments with your family you've never been able to do mm-hmm. before. Pray together, get in the Bible together, sing like we just did together. And then... <clears throat> How do we love our neighbors? So love God, love others. Seize moments to go to the grocery store for, uh, you know, underprivileged people, marginalized, and say, I'll just drop that on their front porch. Yeah. And we as a church get to help okay. you do that. And
1: one other one, the, you, you, Paul and I are doing a U-version Lent r- daily reading. Yeah. And a lot of people say, Well, I didn't have time to do a daily rent, Lent reading with people in my family. This is could be the greatest Lent preparation for Easter that people have ever had. Here's a passage you never think about in this in this time. It's Proverbs 3. Look
0: what he says. He says, have no fear of sudden disaster. There it is again. We're in sudden disaster. Have no fear. And then he says, for the Lord will be at your side. There's the reason why God has not left us. He's right beside us. But look what he says. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. So yeah. he couples disaster with the, Dude, yeah. the role of followers of Christ to say, we're going to go and do good for people that... God puts in front of
3: us. Yeah. And uh, speaking as one person who knows something about a sabbatical of of not my choosing, (laughs) I actually uh, have thought about the fact that uh, time down is, it is an interruption. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but sometimes what God does is he forces us to, in moments of our lives, to just rest Mm -hmm. and to reflect. And it's like, um, it's like uh, Psalm 23, Mm -hmm. where it says, he makes us to lie down in green pastures. Uh, Sometimes the sheep literally has to force the sheep Or the shepherd has to force the sheep to lie down to to regurgitate its food, to chew its cud. That's actually why that that verse is there. So in other words, what that verse is saying is the shepherd knows what's best for the sheep, even when the sheep doesn't know. Mm. And I think that sometimes God knows what he's going to do with this time in us, even when we don't. And so the good that can come out of it, uh, just kind of piggybacking off what you said, is that throughout... Uh, times in our, in our history, the church has always been the one that has, you know, risen up during the toughest times. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. if you look back at the, just the, you know, the, the moments in our lives, remember 9-11, a lot of us remember exactly where we were and the church just rose up and it's just, it's just the way that we are called to, to, to live. And so just be bold with our faith and just have confidence in God and continue to love and serve others because the church is not a building. It's not a building. The church, by the way, the definition of church is the people, the people of
4: God.
0: So here's the question. Well, that's good. What do we do? Justin, tell, tell yeah. our family how we can bond together and well, make one a difference. Of,
4: one of the things that has been amazing in this journey is, as we made this decision to go onto the stream and, and navigate closing all, all of our in-person gatherings is people rose up and just said, how can I help? That's what Kensington people have done. And they've always been passionate. You, are, you have always been passionate for the one, for the people who are marginalized going, how can I show up and serve? And it's been this beautiful response of our community and we are so thankful because it's not just in the marginalized, in our school partnerships or our, with our move out teams. It's in every single community. I'm just seeing different ways that people are asking, how can they help? Mm-hmm. So we want to invite you into the journey with us. And as this situation evolves, uh, what we're going to do is on our page at Kentonchurch.org coronavirus, we're going to have that as our landing page of updates, ways that you can get involved, ways that for your family, by the way, you can have a, a service with your kids and experience a beautiful uh, a gathering where just like their program or our high school students can get their content and curriculum, but also it's going to give us updates on how you can partner with the ministries that we're partnered with. So if you go there regularly, check that. But mm. I know other people are like, how can I respond immediately as the need arise? So what we're going to do is we have a text that we want you to, to send in. Updates to the phone number 248 781 Two seven seven one. You said you're gonna memorize it. I know, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. I just wanna make sure it was right. So it's <laughs> updates to two four eight. 781. No, he would have had it. 771. He just interrupted him. Let him say it one more time. Do it one more right. time. It's, it's on the screen, so you could do that. But the, what we're doing is we're talking with our move out teams, we're talking with the local uh, sheriff's department, with the local schools, and going, how can we help in the most mindful way that we can? And so, as those opportunities arise, we'd love to invite you into the process and say, partner with us in this journey and be the church. Show up and serve. But also, I kind of put. A ideas back on you as well like one thing I I was telling you guys that we did is we called some of our elderly neighbors and said how can we get groceries for you if you're nervous to go out if you feel like there's a risk it's too risky how can we show up in your life and I think there are ways that all of Mm. us can be doing that in that slow down process of even meeting the neighbor across the street and and for some people it may not be groceries but it's the anxiety that they feel and going, how can I just pray with you yeah. in this moment, be with you? Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the things that we can do collectively as a community and individually as families as we step into this next season. And, and it's pretty it's cool to
0: think, thank you. Uh, how we as a church, and all churches in the area, I was on a call Thursday with 40 other pastors around, and we're all thinking the same thing. How yeah. can we be light in this time? So I'll, I'll, say, mm-hmm. I'll say this. We we stepped out of the Blessed Life series, for the next three weeks, this is how we're gonna have church online. And we just felt like uh, we, we were in this series talking about living generously and giving generously and what an opportunity now to do it. Hmm. Seriously, we're gonna take an offering. We're gonna take it right now. Obviously, we're not gonna pass, pass a pouch in this auditorium, but we're gonna ask you to go online and give like many of you give, thank you. You're such uh, a beautiful gift to us, but we are a community that gets to wrap our arms together and say, as we give, this is what's going to happen. It isn't just going to stay here, although some is going to stay here, but it is going to be used by us to bless, us, b- bless others, right? And, yeah. and, and, and I'll say this. If you think there's another organization you want to give to, give to them. doesn't have to be just through us, right? No. But it's a beautiful thing to be part of this church. We can come together even online and say, we're still a family. We're still going to make great amazing team, man. difference. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a great so, team.
0: Here, here's uh, some last thoughts as you're uh, figuring out how to give during this, this moment. I'll say this, arbal you, you'll remember. What was the series that we did Uh Uh years ago, (laughs) that the theme was, uh, I wrote it down,
3: uncertainty is unavoidable, but fear is optional. That was uh, the election of uh, our last presidential, in in blank we trust, is what we call it, in 2016. Okay. And uh, it was on the election, yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, I I remember. (laughs) It's
1: unbelievable you can remember
3: that. I mean, I
0: don't remember what series. (laughs) I just remember that statement is so true. Uncertainty is unavoidable. We're in it right now. It's unavoidable. Mm. You never know Mm -hmm. what may happen a year from now. It's just, or five seconds from now. Mm -hmm. Right? But fear is a choice. It's optional. Mm -hmm. We can live through this in anxiety and worry and fear, Mm. and that's pretty normal. Mm -hmm. Or we can choose what Chris stated at the beginning. I'll go back to it. God is our refuge, Psalm 46. Mm -hmm. Think what that means. Refuge means safety, it means a place I go. find peace. God is our peace. God is our strength. It means power. Man, do we need power right now? Yes, Mm. God is our peace. God is our power. And then I love, he says, our ever-present help in times of trouble. What a great word, ever-present. It means he's right here. In fact, every time the Bible says, do not fear, it says the reason why. It isn't because you know what's gonna happen. It's all gonna work out the way we want. No, 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 it's because we know God is with us. He's our ever present help in times of trouble. And so I was thinking this, as you think about not fearing, it comes down to, do I believe this? Do I, do I have trust that there really is a God that's with us? And I think every moment in our lives mm-hmm. is a balance between faith and fear. It really is, it never ends. Will I trust? Will I be afraid and worried? And I thought many of us can, can relate to this. All of us are dads. You probably had the same experience I had with my three sons when they stood on the side of a pool when they were two or three years old and mm. you're in the water.
1: Actually, I was there with you. you yeah, you've been yeah. there many times. You're saying,
0: you're saying jump, mm-hmm. you know, and I can remember CJ, my oldest, he's probably two, three, I don't know. He's standing there and you can see their little brain <laughs> going, I want to jump, but I've never really done this before. And I look at the water and I'm scared to death. But at the same time, they're looking at well, CJ's looking at me, and he's singing these these oh, huge baby. biceps. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, <laughs> I can trust my dad. I know his character. I know he'll catch me. But there's that fear fear faith, right? And so mm. when he jumps, what's he discover? He discovers that his dad is the strongest man in the universe. Because he right. is. And that he's going to catch him. And I thought, yeah, there's <laughs> there's implications if you don't jump, and there's implications if you do jump. If you don't jump, you tend to sort of live life fearful Hmm. because you've never experienced what it's like in a scary moment to know your father will catch you. And if you do jump, you know, you learn how faith has grown. But here's the thing I think about this Hmm. situation we're in. In any time of trouble, any adversity, it doesn't come down to how big your faith is. It comes down to how big your God is. It's not the the size of your faith that matters. It's the size of your God. Think about this. CJ didn't jump in the pool because he had great faith. Like he got to a point where, oh, my faith's big enough, I'll jump. No, no, he jumped in the pool because, as a three-year-old, something in his brain said, "I have a big, I have a big dad, mm-hmm. and he'll catch me." And he learned that. I think we're in the same place right now. How big is our God? God is mm-hmm. not asking us for great faith. He said, "Jesus said you can have mustard seed faith, very tiny faith, but if it's in a big God, anxiety goes because yeah.
5: mm-hmm. we find
0: out there's a peace giving." Powerful, ever present God who's with us always. I'll tell you, I was f- flying home, like I said, Thursday night. We just did radio in Little Rock with Family Life Today. And by the way, if you want great marriage and family content, go to Family Life Today and go to the Apple Podcast, start listening to it. But we were planning on coming home Sunday after the conference, but now that's canceled. So we were flying home Sunday or Thursday night. And I'll never forget, we're, we're flying into St. Louis and then into Detroit, and we hit major turbulence. You know I'm talking about? The oh, yeah. kind that's, mm-hmm. you're coming out of, out of your seat, you know, and, and, and the mm. pilot came on and said, hey, you know, faster, you help nobody move. We're going to hit turbulence. And I look over at Ann and she gives me this look. She hates turbulence. Just hates it. And I'm always the guy going, it's no big deal because my dad was an airline pilot. I've been on planes since I was two years old. I was on a plane with him overseas where your butt was up where your head was and people were praying out loud. I've been in those, right? And you look over at your dad and he's like, hey, there's nothing, you know, everything's cool. So I don't freak out in turbulence but my wife does. And so it is service that are rocking. You know, I look over and what do I see? I see her hand, this picture. I took a picture of it. She just puts her hand out in the middle seat because nobody's in the middle because we have all kinds of room because there's no man on this (laughs) flight. And so she puts her hand out and she, you can't tell it by the picture, but she's doing it, you know, with her fingers like, please, please grab my hand. And so I reach over and I grab her hand in the middle seat. Here's a picture of that. And it was just, as soon as I did that, her fear and anxiety just went, because her man because <laughs> her oh, man, man had I wasn't expecting that of her hand. I didn't think it rhymed, but uh, I mean, but yeah, she just looked at me and gave me this little smile, like, okay, everything's cool. And she yeah. would not let go mm-hmm. until that turbulence was over. And wow. I thought, fantastic, what a picture <laughs> of what God is, God is inviting us to yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's scary. We're in turbulent times. We don't know how long it's going to be. We can't seem to find a, an altitude to get out of this right now. It's going to be days, weeks, months. We all know at least that, but we don't know mm-hmm. what's going to end. But we do know this. There is a God whose strong arm is reaching out to you. All you got to do is put your hand in his, and he's got you. Yeah. And the peace that Ann felt is yours, mm-hmm. is mine. And here's the beauty of that. The peace that we get from our Heavenly Father, we get to then extend that to our community because they're wondering and they're looking and they're scared and we get to give them what God has already given us. This is a scary time but also a wonderful time because we're going to find out like never before there is a God. He can be trusted. He brings peace. He brings power and he's our ever-present help at all times. So we're going to sing again a song that is beautiful because it says he's the way maker. He provides the light and the darkness. And I love the bridge because he says, even though I don't see it, I know you're working. Even though I don't feel it, I know you're working. And that's where we are. Sometimes we can't see or feel it, but the truth is he hasn't moved. He's on, he's on the throne, he's in control, he's got this. And he's asking us to say, There's will, no you, will you hold you. On to my hand and will you trust me? And as we do, Not only will we sing, but we'll have a peace that surpasses all understanding and that peace Mm. we can give to our neighbors around us. So let's pray and let's sing. Father Mm. God, thank you for who you are and that in Mm. turbulent times, you are our rock. You are as steady as you have ever been. And when we're scared, scared to death, when we're not sure what's gonna happen tomorrow, we can know there is a peace available to us through you. There is a power to go on, available to us through you. There is an ever-present help. Your presence is available to us in you. So God, we pray that you would make yourself known like never before, that we would experience a peace we can't get anywhere else from, but from you, mm. and that you would give it so strongly to us that we'd be able to give that hope, love, grace, and peace. To our neighbors around us, that we would be your light in this darkness. Jesus, we love you, and we're going to trust you in this time. Mm. We pray in your name. Jesus, amen.
3: Amen.
2: Even when I don't feel it, you work it. You never stop. Keep a light in the darkness, my God, because that is who you are, yeah, because that is who you are.
0: You know, one of the wow. uh, <laughs> amazing. one of the amazing <laughs> things about the truth of that song is mm. he makes a way when there's no way. He's the miracle worker when we need a miracle. And think about this: when when Ann reached over and grabbed my hand, the turbulence didn't stop. Mm-mm. We were still in turbulent times, but we knew there's a waymaker, there's a yeah. promise keeper. There's a miracle worker in the middle of it, and you need you and I need the same thing. The turbulent times are probably going to continue for a while, but there is one who will walk. through They're never
1: going away. Turbulent yeah. times are never going <laughs> no,
3: away. No, no, for sure not. Hey, uh, we have to be honest with you. We don't even know what next uh, service is going to look like. We're just going to play it day by day and just pray through it. And but we're definitely going to be. Uh, with you next weekend uh, online as well. And uh, don't forget the times are 5.30 on Saturday, nine o'clock, 11 o'clock and 12.30 uh, on Sunday. And then also in terms of Easter, think about this. Uh, We don't know what's gonna happen, but we wanna believe in faith that we're hoping that Easter is still gonna happen in person. So I wanna encourage each one of you to go online and still download your free tickets for the Easter services. We have 29 services that are duplicate across all of our campuses. Good Friday doesn't need uh, any tickets but it's a must attend event with that it's a package. Best. Yeah. It's so good mm-hmm. and there's multiple services there. Listen. Uh, one of the things that I believe is going to happen is there's going to be a revival and people are going to be wanting to come to church and when those doors mm-hmm. open and we're God willing it'll be at Easter. We've designed Easter as always for for not only for you to come but to also bring somebody with you. So hey. I would just encourage you Hey To get tickets for them, too. (laughs) You
0: didn't even know this. And we didn't know this when we designed Easter. Guess what the theme is? Yeah, fear. Fear. It's about how does a resurrection impact us where
3: we need it most, in the middle of our fear. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's almost as if if God knew
1: something. (laughs) We're on a journey, and uh, can I have the last word? You can always have the last (laughs) word. (laughs) We'll see. It depends what the word is. I want to say... In these times, I'm super thankful. I'm super thankful for the band guys, gals that were so phenomenal, our tech team working here today. I love you guys, you're like brothers to me and have been for many, many years through the thick and the thin.